Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. I've built a multiple six-figure business on social media and have mentored now thousands of women across multiple industries on how to do the same. If you're ready to drop the excuses, learn all the juicy secrets, and step fully into the six-figure and beyond boss that you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I am so happy you are here. I needed podcast suggestions this week, and I turned to my trusty Instagram homies, and I was hooked up. I got so many brilliant ideas. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You submitted an idea. Thank you so much. Sometimes you just, you need a little, a little creativity, you know? So I got this one request. And as soon as I read it, I knew, okay, this is what we need to talk about this week. And it's all about balancing being a boss and everything else right? Is that even possible? Can you grow a successful and less like not even successful, a wildly successful business, whatever that means for you and do all the other things in your life. Well, be a mom, be a partner, be a good friend, a good family member, uh, you know, whatever hats you desire to wear. Can you wear all of those hats well is the question. So that's what we're going to dive in today. This question comes from Paige. And um, the way she asked it specifically was, how do you balance being a boss, wife, and mama? And she requested energetic and practical tips on doing this. Okay. So... My answer to this, my very short uh, answer to this, and then and then I'm gonna riff on like how I think we make this work personally, is yes, I do believe this is possible. As a matter of fact, I believe it so much that I've kind of made this my personal mission to be somebody that is an example of this, of somebody who can be, do, and have it all. Now, that's a very personal thing to me, right? Like what I consider, quote, all is very personal to me. And, you know, you may want more than I do, or I may want more than you do. So we all set our own definitions of what all means to us. But for me, this is something that, like, I was tired of hearing all these messages of, there's no such thing as balance and you have to pick being successful or being a good blank. And it just like, it never rung true for me ever. It never rung true. It always sounded so limiting and scarce. And I understand why people were sharing this message because that was their experience. So it's not like they were saying it from a place of 
I want to freak you out or I'm going to be a Debbie Downer. It was just like, no, this is my experience. And I think it's fair to say as well that the paradigm is shifting, right? Like I grow an online business. I work from home. I don't commute into a city or into an office every day where I have to be totally disconnected from my family for eight plus hours a day, right? I I don't work for a business that doesn't offer paid maternity leave. You know, so I have very unique circumstances. I work from home. So does Chris. Like we, we have very, um, unique and, and blessed circumstances to, to be able to make like my specific business work really well and be able to do all of the other things that I want to do. So this is just my experience. Um, I'm not saying this is the gospel by, by any means, but I do believe it's possible. I do believe it's possible, but it might take some creativity. It might take some moving things around. So as far as balance, like the word balance, because that's kind of like the old way of, you know, how people would, would discuss this is like, okay, there's no such thing as balance. And and again, that's another thing that that's very personal to each one of us. What I consider balanced, you might consider imbalance. So to me, I think the two important things to start here is, is setting the standard for number one, what is your quote all? For you to be truly satisfied in your life, and feel good when you lay your head down at night to go to bed. What does all look like for you? What hats are you wearing? What hats aren't you wearing? What balls do you hold in the air? Which ones do you do you finally let go? I think that's really important to get clear on first. Because if you don't know what these things are, then obviously we're not going to be able to <laughs> get very far. So what does all look like for you? And then the second piece is what does balance look like for you? So for me, balance doesn't mean that everything is split equally. That's not what balance means for me. Balance means that I'm I'm doing okay in each area. You know, like I'm not the best. I'm certainly not the best mom. I'm certainly not the best wife. But I'm doing okay to where like, my people know I love them. My people know how much I care for them. I'm there for them when it matters the most. I prioritize them as much as I possibly can. That to me, that's okay. You know, I'm never going to be the mom who is like the homeroom mom. I'm never going to be the mom who like wants to homeschool her kid or like, spend all day playing with her kid. I'm just, I'm just not. And I've made peace with this. I'm never going to be the wife who is like cooking every single meal and, you know, like wants to stay home. That's not me. I made peace with this. Chris has made peace with this. I hope if not, we're going to have some problems, right? Like 
for me, that's okay. For me, business is a big part of my fulfillment. Business is, is, is a giant, giant part of my fulfillment, you know? So for me, I am my best. I am my most fulfilled when I get to wear all of the hats that I want to wear at the capacity that, that again, like allows me to lay my head down at night and, and, and feel okay and be at peace. And there are so many weeks where I lay down at night and I'm like, okay, I got to do better. This is not like, I I'm not happy with, with how I prioritize my family this week. I'm not happy with how distracted I was at work. I'm not happy with how I'm not seeing my friends anymore. And, and you course correct. So I want to start this off again. Like this is so, it's going to be so personal for each person and only you can decide what balance looks like and what fulfillment looks like. That's what we're going after here. Like I almost want to remove the word balance from the equation because it's such like, it's, it's such a nuanced, almost triggering word. But like, what about fulfillment? You know, like what does fulfillment look like for you? And then how can we adjust your situation accordingly? So I'm going to give a list of how I do this. Okay. And I want you to hopefully listen and then adopt and, and cherry pick the things that feel good for you because all the things that I do on how to balance or be the most fulfilled as a quote boss and mom and wife, like these are just work, what works for me. And then you can hopefully these will spark some creativity and give you some ideas maybe for yourself. So that's my intention for this episode. So the first piece of this for me of this, this idea of that I get to be, do, and have it all and how I make all the things work. The first piece for me was finding peace with the fact that I would not be my, the best version of me, the most fulfilled version of me, the happiest version of me, if I only wore one or two of those hats. If I was only a mom or in a wife, let's say like a mom and a wife, and I decided like to be a good woman or, you know, what, what a lot of people used to perceive as like the, you know, the quote, good woman, you, you dedicate your, your life to your kids and your family. If that was me and I didn't work, or maybe I did work, but a job that, that allowed me to, you know, prioritize or like only do, uh, enough to, to be like mostly with my family, I would be a shell of a human. It wouldn't work. I'm, I'm literally designed. Like if you're into human design, I'm a manifesting generator. I am literally designed to work. That is like, I, I drive so much fulfillment from that. Not worthiness fulfillment. I mean, that's kind of part of it in a way. Um, for sure. There's, there's definitely some ego and like worthiness in there, 
but also just pure fulfillment, pure happiness. I, when I am in particularly something that means something to me, hence why I'm an entrepreneur and I have my own business. So like, if I didn't have that, I would, I would be a shell of a human. I would be no doubt depressed. Who, who knows? Who knows? Okay. Same thing. If I had my business or if I had a job that required me to be away from Cruz all the time to where when he was sick, I couldn't be the one to be there with him or when he was scared or like to put him to bed at night or to wake him up in the morning, I also would be a shell of a human. Same thing with Chris. If I had a business and I was prioritizing my business in cruise, but I was dropping the ball with him, I would not be as fulfilled because these, like those three things or, you know, two, two things, my family and my business and well, okay. And my relationship with myself and how I take care of myself is also a priority. So let's say three main priorities in, in my life. If you were to really like, look at how I schedule my time and what I prioritize and what brings me fulfillment is, uh, taking care of myself really well. Um, mind, body, soul, my relationship with my family, Chris and Cruz and my business. So what I had to kind of understand and, and make peace with is like, my happiness, my fulfillment, what matters to me is this dynamic puzzle, right? Like with all, with these specific pieces and without one piece to the puzzle, it's not complete. Like I need all the pieces to be vibing together, not vibing. That doesn't mean they have to be like the same, you know, at the same time or the same amount of time. It's not a competition, but, but they're all priorities. They all need to fit into this puzzle. Otherwise I am not complete. Otherwise I'm not satisfied. Something's missing. Something needs to be moved. So that to me is like having it all. And I'm not, you know, obviously I'm leaving out like experiences and time with my friends and time with other family and things like that too. Like that's part of it too. But like the three, three main areas that need to be in check most of the time is my family, my relationship with myself and my business. Like those are the three main things for me. So without one, I'm not whole. That's number one. So I encourage you, like, what is that for you? And when I came to peace with this, and when I understood this, it allowed me to stop seeing them as competition to one another. Because it's really easy sometimes, and, and in different seasons, it can totally feel like they're competing with each other. It can, especially building a business in the beginning. I was a brand new mom. When I started the business that I have now, I was a brand new mom. I had no clue what I was doing. I had this newborn baby. I had a husband and I had this business. And every minute counted. Every single minute that I wasn't sleeping or feeding or working, you know, or, or like spending time with Chris, it all counted. So it felt like, it felt like when Cruz 
wouldn't sleep and take like the nap that I thought he should take that day, it was competing with my business. And when I a call ran over or I needed to book extra calls to to make the amount of revenue that I wanted to make, it was competing with my time with crews or my business was competing with the time that I wanted to spend with Chris because at the time I needed to work some weekends, which we'll talk about. So for me, this understanding that like, it's all like thinking of my priorities as a dynamic puzzle versus these, uh, these elements that are constantly like fighting for my attention and competing with one another. That's, there's a very different energy to that right? When you look at your priorities as like, they all come together to make a whole, they all need to work together to work period versus they're, again, they're fighting with each other. They're competing with each other. You're just going to, you're going to approach them all differently. I need my business to be a better wife. I need to be a really good mom to be a better business owner. You see what I'm saying? Like I, I need them all to like, they harmony harmony. So that's number one. So what's your diamond dynamic puzzle? And I would encourage you like energy wise, anytime you think of them as competing shift that it's not that this, this is very important to you. So own it, be present in it, understand that it adds to the rest of the puzzle. It adds to the whole. And then sometimes, yes, it does require shifting things around and maneuvering things if it is if it does feel like it's taking away from the rest of the picture all right so that's the first thing that that was key and and really helpful for me the second thing that helped me harmonize i really like the word harmonize for this harmonize all the the hats and and titles that I want to embody for myself is building my business to fit my life and not the other way around. Building my business to fit my life and not building my life to fit my business. And again, this is something like I have my own business so I can do this. I can set my own schedule. This is not going to be everybody else's situation. So give yourself some grace here. But for me, I I know that I know when Cruz goes to school. I know when our nanny is here. I know um, when Chris is done with work and when we want to eat dinner. I know when we want to spend time together and or when I want to, I need time for myself. I know all these things. So when I book calls and when I book programs and all the things it is to fit my life and not the other way around and deciding that that's enough deciding that that's that's okay that if if i if i need to clock out quote unquote clock out at 5 p.m each day i'm going to be okay even if i didn't get to work that until 10 or 11 because of something with cruise or something deciding that it is enough and then if you're finding that it's not right, that like you have these pieces that need to be fulfilled, you have these things that need to be addressed and your business still isn't 
quite like it, it still feels like it's competing or something's competing, then shift things around. It kind of took us a while, right? Like it's and and there's seasons to this, but it's not like I started a business and all of a sudden it was like, okay, we have everything figured out. I have my work hours and I have cruises nanny and I have all like those things. We got a nanny because I needed the support to work. We got help around the house. We have house cleaners every single week because I needed support to be able to spend time with my family and, and Chris too. I re-strategize offers and move things around a lot because I prioritize the time with my family. So there's there's lots of moving around and and bending and flexing and 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 a lot of moving parts to this that it's not just going to like fall into place or at least it it certainly didn't in my situation. It took effort. It's not fun like searching for a nanny and and childcare and, and like being okay with that, you know, like it takes some work to, to figure things, these things out. But Chris and I, we knew we both prioritized, you know, his job and my business. Thus we got the, the components in place to help us do that and not feel guilty about like not paying attention to Cruz while he's at home with us you know, like being able to keep him occupied. So that was another big piece for us. Um, and we didn't, you know, we certainly weren't in the position to have like a nanny, a housekeeper or, you know, house cleaners, um, all the things that we have now, like there were levels to this. The first thing I ever invested in was, house cleaner and having the house cleaned, we started with two times a month. And then eventually we shifted to weekly and, you know, bi-weekly and so on. And th- that was the very first thing I ever invested in before we got a nanny, before anything else, because I was momming it during the week and growing a business. I was balancing both because he was so young and I was still nursing and all the things. And then on the weekends, the house was a freaking wreck. So if I wanted to actually relax and if Chris actually wanted to relax because he was working all week, he was at the time commuting into Nashville. So like if we actually wanted to relax, then we needed support in the house. So that was the very first thing. And it was a scary decision because money was not even close to flowing the way that it is now. Money was super, super tight. To the point that I was like, we might do this a week and decide that we can't afford it anymore. But we tested it and we've literally, we have never looked back. Never. Um, so anyway, that was the second thing. Like building my business around my life and not the other way around. And then being flexible, bringing in the support that I needed, that we needed as a family unit to continue to prioritize and do the things that we need to do. The third piece here, communication, huge, huge. If you are married, I mean, obviously communication is like the most important thing, but I found for me as building a business and this is, I mean, this is still true to this day. Like we're, we're very big on communication, but especially in the beginning, 
when my business wasn't really working yet. This probably saved our marriage because at the time, it was hard. It was really freaking hard because, again, young parents, new parents, he's commuting into work. I'm home with crews all day long, plus trying to like grow and get my business off the ground, plus trying to invest in things that I know is going to help my business and help our family and all these things. And, you know, communication, particularly around money, was huge for us because there were things that I wanted to invest in, but I wasn't making the money yet. And, and there were things that I was, you know, well, yeah, investing in, you know, I was spending money to grow my business. I was spending money on mentors. I was spending money on my brand and it wasn't making quite the return that I had hoped. And that was scary for Chris, you know, like he, he believed in me but he wasn't seeing the tangible results of my success yet. So I really had to be an advocate for myself and for my vision and what I was building. I really, because in order for me to be able to thrive in business and do my thing and to really lean in and do the things necessary that would help me get my business off the ground, right? Like work the hours I need to work, book the calls that I need to book, hire the mentor in some cases, you know, hire the VA, like whatever that looked like. In order for me to do that, I needed him to have my back because if he didn't, if he was sitting there resenting me the whole time or breathing down my neck the whole time, I personally would not have been able to ignore that. And it would have totally thrown off my game and affected how I showed up. It would affect my energy. It would affect everything. So I learned very early on that if I want to be able to act at my highest level, I personally really needed him to have my back, which means that for him to do that, I needed to be, I need to be able to articulate my vision and, and, you know, like my belief in, in my ability to make it happen, which wasn't easy in the beginning because I believed I could be successful I really had, you know, something in me that was like, well, if she can do it, so can I, but I wasn't seeing the results yet. So I really, really had to bet on myself and be my own advocate first to help him to be more confident and, and not so stressed, I guess, in, in the way that I was handling money and, and things, you know? Because again, at the time, we didn't have the money flow that we have now. So it was like every dollar that we were bringing in mattered. And I was spending a lot of dollars, <laughs> you know, and, and not bringing a lot in. So anyway, um, and even now, like the things that I'm doing, like with my particular business, this isn't a money conversation, but <laughs> with my particular business, I bring in more than him, quite a bit more. However, I have... a a lot more overhead in my business. Well, I guess if we were to balance out like the bill, yeah, yeah, I definitely do. Um, I have more overhead than he does, but he handles more bills than I do. And I bring in more money. So there are times where I'm not like throwing in the amount into savings like he thinks I should and communicating with him why like, okay, well, I'm, I now have a full-time employee and 
I would like to have this amount in the bank as a cushion. Like I don't want to just drain my business bank account every single month. Like it makes me feel more secure with this much in the bank and so on. And just communicating that is key. Okay. So I don't even know how we got off on the money conversation, but also I think a big, big piece in the communication as well was like fighting for, I'm going to say this and I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but like my quote, right to work, right? (laughs) Like, in the beginning, and he would never look at it this way. And I I just, for lack of better words, that's how I'm going to word it right now. But like in the beginning, he had a real job, right? That required him to go into an office and he had office hours and like calls and the whole thing. In the beginning for me, I had some calls. I had some like work things to do, but also I'm an entrepreneur. I'm flexible. I can book them whenever. And also in the beginning, I was barely bringing in any money. So it kind of like, if I wasn't careful, it could be perceived as, and I could even treat it like a hobby. But very early on, and I'm so thankful for this, very early on, I was adamant about treating my business like a business, not a hobby. And I I believe like when you do that, when you make that shift, you start seeing different levels of results, which is was true for me. But for me, this took like really articulating and communicating my needs with him when he was home, right? Like when I needed support with crews, when I needed to work on some weekends, when I needed him to chill out on the money conversations or help me to invest in something or whatever, like he doesn't apologize for needing to work. He doesn't apologize for having a call at any time, whether it's early in the morning, late in the evening, like it is what it is because it's his job. So seeing my business as the exact same as an equal, I don't apologize for it either. And I fight for it just, and I say fight, but like I, I advocate for it. I, it just, it is what it is as much as like his job is what it is. And we've both been really, really respectful of that for each other. And I I really, um, I love him for that. Because again, before I was even producing results, he was, he was awesome when it came to that. It was never something like, okay, do you really need to take a call right now? Do you need to, there was no like guilt or anything. It was like, just like his job, it is what it is. And this was my job. So for us to balance you know, my business, our relationship, and the things that we needed to do, that communication was huge. The next piece on how I personally make this work are boundaries. Boundaries are really big. For me to be able to not only create the level of success I want in my business, boundaries are huge, but to be able to prioritize the other things in my life, boundaries are absolutely critical. So I have boundaries with my clients. I, I, you know, like, uh, if you're a private client mine or you're in my mass prime or in some container where let's say you have Voxer access to me, it's made very clear right up front that I answer Voxers between these hours of these days and you're not going to hear from me. And it's not a problem, but it's, it's very clear. And I make sure that I don't cross that line. 
and clients do too. Or actually clients, yeah, I don't mind if they box me at any time, but I'm not going to answer until these specific times because that's how I'm able to wear the hats in the way that I want to wear them. Boundaries with my team. Same thing. Like I do this for myself and I do this for Sarah too, right? Like, and we're both feeling this out because we're both <laughs> borderline workaholics, but like I try really hard, like, hey, stop. Don't, don't answer my boxers on the weekend. I try really hard not to box her. I'm working on it. Okay. Um, but like we both do this for each other too. And then boundaries, um, on work time versus family time. If, if it's the weekend and we're doing something together, I'm being as present as possible with them. Chris and I, we, we've, we talk a lot about putting our phones away at like 6 p.m. and not picking them up until later in the evening. And we haven't quite mastered that, but I wish we would. I think that that would be really helpful. So now that I'm saying it out loud, I I think I'm going to bring back up that conversation because we both could be better about being off our phones at the end of the day. But it's hard, especially when you work from home. Like if anybody who works from home, when your office is right there and everything is so accessible, boundaries are probably even more important because when you go into an office or you have a a co-working space or something, when you leave, you can kind of shut it down, right? You can delete apps, you can silence the apps and, and you're done. But when you work from home, I mean, that's like, that's your office. So anyway, setting boundaries, especially with your clients, especially with your work. Um, the more that I've been able to uphold these, I've noticed the more I'm able to do the other things in my life better because I'm more present because I'm obviously like paying attention better. Uh, But also this makes space in my business and in my life period for more great things to flow in. So boundaries are great. The next thing that really helps me here is having peace with the fact that there are some seasons of imbalance. There are some seasons of what I call micro sacrifice, right? Where sometimes you need to sacrifice some things that aren't that big of a deal, but like are not ideal, right? So I I mean, there's still to this day, plenty of weekends where I am working because I, I have a program that I promised the week after and I didn't have a chance to record it yet, or I need to record a podcast or right? There, like plenty of times in the beginning of my business to get my business off the ground before we could afford a nanny or we were in a position to have a nanny before we had the support that we have now. And Chris was commuting. Like he, he literally could not help me any more than what he was. I, ha- I only had, I don't know, two, maybe three hours in my day by myself to build my business. That's not a lot. So if I wanted to grow more, I worked lots of weekends. I worked lots of late nights, lots. That was another thing that I would just need to communicate with Chris. Like, hey, welcome home. Here's the baby. I've got three calls back to back. I'll see you at 8 p.m. You know, like there were absolutely seasons to this. And, And again, there still are and there still will be. And to me, that's just part of it. That's part of building something worth building and, and going after a life that you want to go after. There's, of course, there's going to be busier 
seasons and more chill seasons. Um, so yeah, working weekends, working early morning, later nights, depending on what's going on and prioritizing sleep, business, family over quote fun things, right? Like I didn't, when I was newly growing my business and I was a new mom, I never went out. Never, not necessarily because I didn't, I didn't want to, but because like it was either sleep or go out. And I was going to choose sleep every single time. It was either build my business or watch the show. And I would usually choose building a business, you know? So it was like those fun things that in the moment, it's like, oh man, I really want to do that. I really want to go on that weekend trip. I really want to go on that girls night. I really want to binge watch that show that everybody's watching right now. But in this season, it's either or. And I had to choose one. So in some seasons, it looked like prioritizing, again, sleep, business, family over the the little fun things that ultimately just didn't matter, you know? Uh, so there are some seasons of imbalance and I have made complete peace with that. Two more things. The second to last that's helped me with this is prioritizing my health and wellness, right? I said like, my big priorities are my family, Kristen Cruz, and baby number two, once he or she makes their arrival, um, my business and my relationship with myself and prioritizing my health and wellness because when I feel my best, I am way more capable and sharper at keeping all the balls in the air. I'm more in my game, right? When I feel good, I have more energy. When I'm getting sleep, I I have a greater capacity to do more during the day, right? It's not rocket science, but a lot of people, they'll prioritize, uh, they'll like skip out on sleep or they'll skip out on, on moving their body or they'll skip out on eating well because they're like, well, I got to work or I got to do these things. And I'm sure there are seasons to this too. I'm certainly not saying there weren't times there I wasn't getting enough sleep, especially in the beginning. But when I can help it, health and wellness is utmost priority because that is how I'm able to perform at the level that I'm able to perform. I know this is why at 35 weeks pregnant, as I record this, I'll be 35 weeks pregnant tomorrow. I am still going strong. I'm hitting levels of my business I've never hit before. I'm working with more women. I'm holding space and energy for dozens, dozens of women at the same time. And I'm traveling and I'm taking great care of myself. And Chris and I have never been better. And I'm so happy with how I am with Cruz. We don't have a nursery, but that's a whole nother story, right? Like there, there's a sacrifice right there. We we don't have any baby stuff, but it's okay, right? But like, I'm I'm performing at this level because I take care of myself. I'm still moving my body. I'm still making sure I'm getting my workouts in. I'm still making sure that I'm fueling my body most times in a way that I'm proud of, okay? Listen, I'm still pregnant. I'm indulging like a mofo, all right? Like don't, don't get it twisted. But for the most part, you know, everything in moderation, like I'm taking really good care of myself. So I'm able to be more on my game. And then the last piece for me that came up for me when when I think about like 
keeping in harmony the things that matter, being a quote boss, my family, my relationship with Chris and all the other things is I decided. I decided a while ago that I am going to be the example of what's possible. Is it true that that every single person gets this right or will get this right? Probably not. But also, I would also argue that those people kind of decide that, you know, like they tell themselves the story that there's no such thing as balance, right? They kind of like reaffirm and uh, reinforce these, these kind of scarce negative ideas because I don't know, maybe they don't have an example of somebody doing it or they don't believe it's possible. But for me, I had an inkling that it could be possible and I just decided, okay, I'm, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to be, and again, this is like my example of having it all. My, what my definition is. You might be hearing like what I do and see how I live my life and be like, Shh, that's nothing. That's not having it all. But for me, it is. So I, I made a very conscious decision that for the most part, I will be the example of what is possible, of what it looks like to be able to balance these things and, and show you and be able to, to, to lead the way and link arms with you for anybody who also is interested. You know, this is why I teach what I teach and I do what I do and help women build these types of businesses. So if, if that's your desire, you can also do the same right alongside me. So with this decision, it requires this conscious effort and, and this conscious focus on, on it working versus it not. So yes, there are seasons where I'm dropping a ball. There are seasons where I'm working a little more than, than I would love to. There are seasons where I haven't had a date night with Chris since I can remember. And yes, we need to clean that up, you know? Of course, plenty of times where I, I'm not in love with the, the presence that I had with Cruz that day. Plenty. But overall, I'm doing it. And I decided that. And, and I'm going to focus on the areas where I'm doing well. And anything that needs to be shifted, I, I shift it. And I make sure that it's shifted. And I decide that, I, that it gets to be shifted. And we can get back to the good. So... That's just my riff on that. That's how I go about doing this myself. Again, this is so it's so personal for everybody and it's going to look different for everybody. But I hope that this gave you some ideas. I hope that this inspired you, that it gave you permission to go for it or to give yourself some grace. If you're in a season of a bit more hustle than ease, of a bit more imbalance than quote balance, right? There's there's seasons to this, of course. And, and I hope that, yeah, more than anything that this shows you that it is possible if, if you are growing a business in the same way that I do. Um, so anyway, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope this served you well. If so, screenshot it, post it in your stories, shoot me a message on Instagram. I love to hear from you. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. I love you and I will see you here next week. Bye. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. 
My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your team, or even better, dropping me a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Allie I. Reeves, and or you can join us in the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group. See you back here next week.